So I went trick-or-treating the other day, first time in a long time. I was so excited. Reached into my candy bag, pull out a piece of bit into it. It was the most disgusting fucking thing I've ever eaten in my life. And I liked it. It was pretty good. It was a- SHUT UP BRANDON! Shut up, Brandon Podcast. I'm Dustin. I'm Dave. I'm Brandon. Brandon and I just spent all day shooting a shooting a short film. Yeah. Starring me. Starring you, buddy. And Dave. And Dave. Oh, I am in it. I forgot. Written by you. (laughs) Directed by you. Even worse. That was fun. Featuring a dildo. (laughs) Right? No. What? This is a kid's film. That's the one we don't talk about. This is for kids. This is for children. That's the post-credit sequence for children. I did have a lot of fun. This one, like, writing it and doing everything today. And I'm st- I'm still not great with filmmaking, but I'm learning as I'm going. And it's, I don't know, this one I had a lot of fun with just because yeah. it's things that I, I just love in general. It was, it's goofy, silly, mm-hmm. action, it looks, horror. It looks thing. like a blast so far. It was fun. It was fun to do. And I don't get to act a whole lot, but I love acting. Yeah. And it's fun. And also, like, we were talking about earlier today, like, I got cast as someone who has something to do in this. Whereas usually when people want to cast me and stuff, they just want me to play like a fat pervert. <laughs> a big fat pervert. Yeah, and I'm just like I don't really want to. I don't really want to do that. Like, yeah, I, you, I, you guys are in my short too that we're gonna do for the Halloween thing. Yeah, and you guys are basically just like a gang, which is a role I would want to play. But I'm just casting roles. Are we I the police? Yeah. Sorry if you hear clippy clopping. That's my dogs wandering. <laughs> you guys around. will survive. Um, I just I don't know. I'm excited about this. I love Halloween and I like yeah. Monsters. It'll be fun. Yeah, and it's something uh, to definitely look forward to next Halloween when uh, all of our shorts come together to a nice cool anthology. Yeah. Of crap. <laughs> crap and candy. That's what it's called. Crap. And it's candy. not called crap. And... Did we have a title yet? Did we uh, come for with... the overall? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Just wait till it's done. Yeah. <laughs> it's like naming a book like this is called Blood Orgy, and then like halfway through the book you realize it's a you're like answer like oh halfway through the book you're like shit I gotta work a Blood Orgy yeah, into someone. <laughs> People always name fuck it, it out first. just throw a psychic in there. Like, yeah. Super dumb King. school. <laughs> like this has nothing to do with dumb school. <laughs> Why'd you name it that? I like doves. <laughs> so we actually this is doesn't happen very often, but we went a week without doing a podcast. Yeah. We always have a bunch, like, we have a back catalog of them to post, so we, like, That's why they're all white. Yeah. That's like, just saw heat. That Jim Gaffigan <laughs> yeah. just saw heat. We're talking, like, the one we just posted, we talked about Jurassic World. It's been out for, like, a month. <laughs> uh, and by the time you hear this, like, that joke will be even older than I just made. <laughs> uh, but since we missed one, uh, uh, Dave and I, at least, I know, have watched a bazillion movies. Eleven. And, and Brandon, how many, what have you Five. Five? That's See, a that's lot a lot for, for you. We've all doubled what we normally are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, and then um, been working on a, on a... It's a show that appeared on History Channel, but I was watching for YouTube. Oh, that's one you told me about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, let's dive right in. Davey, start talking about what you watch. Uh, I'll start off with uh, not the movie, but the lore podcast that I got hooked on. Yeah, you guys ever yeah. listen to this? The lore podcast? I got through all 13 episodes. I listened to a bunch of them a couple times. I think I've listened to like four Ewa or five Chew. of them. Iwachu. That's my favorite one. Oh, I haven't listened to The ones to one in, uh, I think, Massachusetts. You know which one I'm talking about, right? I haven't listened to them the yet. The little belly guy, Iwachu. That one's really good. Some of them are great. They're all entertaining. The one I thought that I, I listened to I thought was really scary was the one about the the like mining thing. Oh, that one was fucked up. The ghost one? That's yeah, the third one. That yeah, was that scary. one's great. Where, that uh, one seems the scariest and most brutal. Yeah. Where can they be found? Uh, on iTunes for free. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. He's uh, also got, I think, a website. There's where he has a website, yeah, yeah, if you don't want to use iTunes. I hate, reminds, fucking hate iTunes. His man. voice, like his style on how he like does, reminds me of Chad Oboomrod from Radio Lab. Oh, yeah. I hope I said his name right. It's really weird. Is man. that an NPR show? Yeah. And That's like, why all the, the ones, all the podcasts that Eric and I have been listening to, that and Criminal and what's the one, the Mystery Show, I think, all sound like NPR shows. And those are good. Yeah. NPR's really good. Show. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. But hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's great. You get a lot of, get a lot of mythology. Some of it, you know, is is like not my cup of tea. You know, some of them, but they're all good. Some are better than others. I like the minor ones really good, and uh, the Jersey Devil one's pretty solid. There's a lot of information on that one, and then the one with the Boston Woods because that one actually has like a, a guy's account and things like that. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that one I like. I gotta listen to more because I really liked what I heard. <laughs> yeah, they're cool. They're entertaining. They'll yeah. make the day go by quick. Um, hmm. I like that one about the the ghost chairs too, like that family had those. Chairs. Oh yeah, yeah, that was and, really had, cool. and then he like didn't let his one son because he abandoned the family. He had like a broken chair for yeah. him or something yeah. like that. Huh. Yeah, it's really interesting. Well, you just want to go around until we're done. Somebody else go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I at at Brandon's suggestion, I watched The Voices, <laughs> which is um, it stars Ryan Reynolds, has Anna Kendrick and uh, Gemma Arterton in it, or Gemma Arterton. I always say her name wrong. Um, and it's directed by the lady who, I can't remember her name, but she directed Persepoli, yeah. which was an Academy Award nominated at least. I don't know if it won. I want to say at least nominated. Uh, animated film uh, based on a graphic novel. By uh, her. Yeah. And the the movie, um, after I watched it, like, I don't know what I was expecting. I think I was expecting like a like a fun, silly, goofy horror comedy. And I it, it may want to be that. I can't tell. But it just really kind of fucking bummed me out. Like it's really sad. Like it's just—is it good? It's really good. It's fantastic. Is it a horror movie yeah. too? Yeah, yeah. It's got horror elements. The the essentially, Ryan Reynolds is a really weird guy who works at a um, it's a bathroom fixture place, right? Is that what it was? Yeah, a bathroom fixture warehouse, and he has a pass. Like you know, he he either got out of prison or out of mental facility. He goes to. A psychiatrist every week or a psychotherapist is what they call her in the movie and then uh he, he kind of develops a crush on Gemma arterton's character and then uh, and this isn't a spoiler this isn't a trailer but then he goes home and his dog and his cat talk to him but they don't make it seem as if they're really talking to him like you not nutty professor <clears throat> no you know he's no. fucking crazy so the uh you mean dr Dooley? dr Dooley. yeah i get those confused uh the cat is evil, and the dog is just how you would imagine a dog would talk. He's like, hey, buddy, I love you, like that. But the cat is like, you should fucking kill everybody. Like, and it has a weird accent. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and it's weird, and it, it goes really dark places. And it's one of those movies where, even though I guess there's technically a villain in the movie, you feel so bad for him. Mm-hmm. And things just keep happening, and it's his fault. But things keep happening, and you just don't want them to happen. Like, it's just bad stuff keeps happening. The son of Sam, the dog's, like, barking at him and talking. That's oh, so silly. What's it? It's like, kill people. I don't remember what it's like. I don't remember, but I don't. Okay, wake up. I remember there's, that. Summer of Sam. Yeah, there, Summer there's Sam. A, a couple of parts I can think of right now in the voices that, because when I watched it the first time, it happened so out of place, and I wasn't expecting it, that I teared up. Like, there, it's a moment of you just feel sadness and doubt for, for Ryan Reynolds' character. Yeah. There's there's a there's a couple moments where you think maybe like things are gonna get better or be all right yeah and they just aren't and it's just it just hurts you like false hope I left that movie with the same like feeling in the pit of my stomach as I did like when I was watching something like Mean Creek or something mm-hmm. or 
or uh, for a dream. or as uh, what's the one? What's the movie? Gus Van Sant. Yeah, Requiem for a Dream. Elephant. Or Elephant. Elephant's the Elephant's movie. Elephant's a good movie. Those movies, like they're great movies, but they hurt. They they like they like hurt me in yeah. like physically. Like they leave <laughs> a knot in my stomach. And the voices, I was not expecting it to do that, but that's how I felt when it was over. But the thing is, is when it ends, there's like this crazy credit sequence. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be happy and funny, <laughs> but I was so bummed out that I just like looked at it like, just like with tears in my eyes, like sad as this like happy funny thing was happening. <laughs> like it was really weird. It was, awesome. it was an odd experience to watch it. So what'd you watch, Brandon? Uh, there's two I watched normally. I'll get to those last. Um, a new one that I watched was um, and you put it up on Vudu, I think. Uh, Ex Machina. Yeah, I need Did to I watch that. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but Brandon said it's good. I heard it's good. I really liked it. I really did. Uh, it's hard. To, I was telling Dustin this. It's hard for me watching it, and I feel bad for thinking this way, but it was hard for me not to watch it and think of The Machine, yeah. another movie, at the same time, because it's sort of relatively released uh, somewhat around the same time. Yeah. and um, I believe The Machine was first. Right. Who did The Machine? Uh, I don't know, actually. I don't know I, the director. I, I, I think it's a first-time director. I haven't heard of The Machine, but I, I just heard of the other one. He, he got me onto The Machine because uh, Katie Lotz is on it. Yeah. Or lots. I think it's lots. Lots. Um, Who's in? She's an arrow. So right. I was like, oh, I gotta watch this. And but um, Ex Machina, its writing is not as strong as the machine, but visually, Ex Machina I think is a little better. There's enough. There's enough weirdness and there's enough. Uh, a lot of symmetry. Like I, I saw too, and and there's some symbolism. And well, I saw a lot of talk about Ex Machina's special effects. Like apparently the effects are oh. really really good. Ava is the name of the robot. Yeah, she looks fantastic. So, you, so you'd say one is a better piece of filmmaking, and the other one's a better piece of writing, a better written script. Machines a better has probably more... probably they're similar ideas. Uh, I think what he means is the machine has better writing, but Ex Machina has better production values. That's wrong. Right. Yeah, better better um, looking film. Yeah. The machine the machine writing. took the science fiction route a little more serious and more kind of like a believable route. Yeah. Whereas this one's more about. Ava in this one, she's all about humanity, trying to find a connection of because basically what it is, it's um the main character. I'm not gonna go spoiling into the territory, but he gets chosen at his work because he's a programmer. He gets chosen at his work to go to the the creator of Ava, to his house to go and uh, underdo an experiment to see if she's ready to be out communicating with people. He yeah. wants he needs to test her. The programmer needs to test her and see that she's capable of being connecting with human emotions. Can correlate with everything that we do yeah so that's what that is it's it's more about ai trying to develop humanity is it satirical um there's i don't think so is it there is there is one out of place moment i love it but there's a moment where uh oscar isaac uh pretty much just like he's drunk and he's like i forgot what the lead up is but uh, the main character is like something something cut loose and he's like, I'm about to cut loose on this dance floor. And then like, he just starts dancing. <laughs> and, it, and I'm just like, what? To, to someone else, it may be out of place. But yeah. me, it made me laugh. And I'm like, this, this works for his um, character. The machine, I think, has it has a lot of elements of satire. But not in like a laugh out loud not funny like way. Not like Robocop or something. No, because there's that subplot in the machine, remember, where there were... Um, oh, man. I'm trying to remember exactly the circumstances. It's been a few months since I watched it. But there are people who are... They're like injured veterans right yeah and they've done something to them where they um they can't speak anymore they're almost lobotomized yeah yeah there's like a subplot there that i think is sort of like politically satirical 
But the machine I know is amazing, but I, I've heard Ex Machina is great from you and from a lot of people. I want to see that one too. I, I mean, together, if someone were to tell me what I, I like the machine, like, like by a hair more. Yeah. Just because I like the writing more. Yeah. Um, but overall, Ex Machina is one I'll go back to a lot. They're both good. Though. Just like Under the Skin, like the same company, A24, really? same studio. Oh, I didn't know that. It yeah, makes me like see it more. Tusk is under A24 as well. Yeah. Um, I love that studio and what they're doing and. They're making weird shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like cool, interesting stuff. Yeah, but yeah. You know, Ex Machina is weird. one I definitely will go back to, and I think it's Ex Machina also has value in going back and maybe picking up on something you didn't catch before. Yeah, cool. So it's like the last minute and a half, and Terminator Two stretched out in an hour and a half. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just a thumbs up. Is the whole Speaking of gut punch, is what yeah. you just said. I watched Fat Girl, which is a uh, Criterion on uh, Hulu. I didn't have it, so I watched. It on I feel Hulu. like I've heard of it. It's a, I believe it's French. Yeah, it's really good. There's like the scenes tend to go on for like twenty minutes sometimes. Like one, it seems like one single take. It doesn't cut away very much. I mean, there's like two. One scene where this guy's trying to convince this young girl to have sex with them, and it's just like the acting's got to be great because this has such a hard scene to shoot, and they yeah. do it pretty well. I'm just like. Well, and there's just scenes like that that end up sucking you in. They're like long takes and long scenes that don't have breaks and you think would be boring. But I remember like watching, I'm like, I got to get up to his bed and I pause it. And it's like, we're already 40 minutes into this movie? Wow, it's going by pretty quick. <laughs> it's only it's been like, like two scenes. Too. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> do, you think, uh, do you think it was improvised a lot of it? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have that feeling. It feels it. written. Yeah. Like it's, it's a bizarre movie. It's about this like girl and her uh, sister and they go on vacation and uh, they end up uh, one girl's like more promiscuous and, but she's not she's a virgin still but she ends up meeting this college guy she's like 15 16 or something she meets this college guy and like the one girl she's always getting made fun of like making fun of her you're fat she's like she's a really bizarre kind of interesting person like the heavy girl I really like her character and the movie is just so weird and the ending is just so mean you're just like what the Hmm. At the end of that movie is. Is just, this on Hulu? Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it it's, out. It's a really good movie. I think it's really well made, and I think it's like I got. I haven't seen it. I've seen it last week. I, I really enjoyed it. It's one of the better movies I've seen for sure. Right on. Nice. I, I'd recommend that one. It's just emotional movie with a lot of good dialogue, and I think it it's uh, something everybody should see. Hmm. Right on. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna blow through a couple of these here. Uh, Let me in. It's remake of Let the Right One In. I it's seen that yet. It's probably just as good. Is it? Yeah, it's. I think it's just as good. Like I love the original. There are things. There are things about. It I think they did better. Um, like uh, and things they trimmed out that, like one of the only like dumb parts of. And I still like it just because I like stupid shit. Yeah. But it looks like garbage, and it's a dumb scene as the scene and let the right one in with the cat. I knew you were gonna say the cat. And they cut. They cut that scene. It's not in. It's not in. Let me in. And in it, the way they did it in Let Me In works way better. Like an old superstitious, like wife tale type thing. Yeah. And well, and it's that. just it, the effects don't look good in that scene, and it's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <coughs> I watched uh, Silver Bullet, which I think we oh, all love. Awesome. Great, great movie. movie. Uh, terrible werewolf suit. Great, great movie. <laughs> good transformation. That's a werewolf. Yeah. It's, it's you think it was a werebear? No, I, I thought it was an escape zoo animal. Uh, <laughs> great. I noticed this time though, the transformation sequences are fantastic. But what he turns into looks like poop. I like the movie. I, I love it. Do. I love the it. Good book too. Uh, yeah, the book's great. Cycle, cycle of the werewolf. Very, yeah. really short. Pictures too. Makes it go by quick. It does have pictures. I remember that. Uh, Godzilla: Final War is one of my favorite Godzilla movies. With Don Fry. Don Fry's in it. If it's yeah. got Don Fry in it. I 
like swinging a katana <laughs> one-handed <laughs> Come on, Godzilla. at aliens. Uh, it's fun. It's like Matrix and Star Wars and Godzilla all in one. I think I think James Roll from Cinemassacre said it best. He's like, uh, usually when you watch a Godzilla movie, it's half Godzilla, half people talking, or half Godzilla fighting monsters, half people talking. This movie is half Godzilla fighting monsters, half people fighting each other. Yeah, it's cool. So it's it's I. It entertains me more than most Godzilla movies because it never stops. There's always something going on. Yeah. And then I watched uh, Wormwood Road of the Dead. I watched that as well. Which is, is it, it's Australian, right? Or is no, it New Zealand? I think it's Aussie. Because the guy's wearing an Aussie shirt that says Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Okay, okay. Like, And he's an Aborigine. That's like a That's right, that's thing. right, that's right. Wendy Winston is yeah, it? Yeah, he's an Aborigine. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy in it, uh, I can't remember the character's name off the top of my head. Uh, me either. I, Barry? No, the other guy's named Barry. What's his name? I can't remember. But Benny. He, it's Benny and Barry. Benny. Benny, yeah. Benny, and Barry. Uh, Benny looks exactly like Windy Winston <laughs> from Garbage Pail Kids. What do I drink this? The rest of that beer? Yeah. <laughs> and he... Well, first of all, the, the, the premise of the movie is that there's it's a, a zombie apocalypse type scenario. And actually, I don't want to tell because I don't want to spoil. No, there's, it's got some unique things to it. There's some. There's too many crazy things that happen that are better if you don't know. It reminds me like yeah. It reminds me like Undead, in a way. Yeah, just not as stupid. It felt like somewhere between like Undead and Army of Darkness or something. Maybe Peter Jackson too, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It but it's fun. Oh, it's man. gory. It's got fun effects. There's some digital effects I didn't like. Uh, some digital blood that looks like poop and shouldn't have looked like poop. One thing about the movie that I want to say, I watched this. I think yesterday I finished it is did you notice that it almost rewards stupidity like yeah. the two lead guys just keep doing stupid shit yep. the whole movie and they get everybody killed that comes in contact with them yep but they, but they they're rewarded yes yeah absolutely <laughs> i mean they're not bad people but they're just fucking up all the time he's like what do you do go right through yeah. <laughs> it's like, and then i like it i think i think it's very enjoyable it's a good ride the scream released that didn't they i have the dvd the blu-ray yeah. is like eight bucks right now on amazon i will say there was one part where a character just dies out of the blue that almost made me not want to watch the rest of the movie because i was like is the movie really going to be this cruel and i stupid? was pissed too uh no all right spoilers beard i think he had a beard yeah oh that guy was cool yeah yeah, Piss me off. And I, yeah, I was mad. I was like, that's that's really mean and stupid, and they didn't need to do that. I agree. Um, pointless. It was pointless. And it, it seemed like they were just like, he was like, was like well, sorry, boys. I, I can't be in the movie anymore. I swear to God, that's yeah. what I thought, too. I was like, yeah. I can't be in Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that prick. <laughs> Oi, prick, you're done. <laughs> Bennett, get your fucking shotgun. And, uh, yeah. I, uh... But but the the movie's really really fun. It's not a it's not a masterpiece by any means. I don't think it'll hold up the way that some of the the movies we we compared it to do. But it's worth any like horror zombie fan. It'll hold up all, against Down Dead for sure. Oh yeah it's yeah, 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 yeah 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 yeah. Uh, um, it's it's worth watching for sure if you like like crazy silly horror stuff. It's the funnest one I've seen this year. So yeah, fun. yeah, as far as fun is concerned. Yeah, I it's... mean, I'm waiting on that Turbo Kid and Deathgasm. I hope those are fun. God, Deathgasm looks good. Deathgasm and Turbo Kid could be really fun. Um, but yeah, aside from a, and I, do, I actually don't like Benny's character because all he does is say what is happening. You're right. You're like, get the fucking car, get out of the fucking car. Yeah, you're right. I, I mean, I don't hate him. He's and there's a scene where, he's too where he's like, the guy's like, get the first aid kit. He's like, oh, you got a bandage in there, the first aid kit. He grabs the first aid kit, he opens it, <laughs> and there's a beer in there. And he's like, there's not bandages in here, there's a beer in here. And I'm like, stop saying what and is then, happening. And then after that guy, there's something real bad that happens. He's like, did you miss this? <laughs> that part's kind of funny. Uh, Maybe he gets better in time. 
Maybe if you watch it again, like that, you just marvel at how stupid he is. But I'm just wondering where like alligator and greaser Greg are. Yeah, I know. And Valerie Bomet. Brandon, when you when you <laughs> when you watch it, there are at least three moments that are gonna make make you really really happy because there's stuff that happens. I'm not gonna tell him what it is, but there's stuff that I, happens where I just immediately thought of. Brandon. I thought I was like, that's Brandon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Brandon is the guy in the fucking suit, the yellow suit. Yeah. That's Brandon. Yeah, where you cast that movie, you made and that Brandon. was and that was my favorite character too. That guy's such a weirdo. <laughs> He's so great. That guy's uh, so great. I'm gonna have to probably watch. You it gotta watch. It. No, you gotta watch like it. it. It's fun. All right, what else you got, buddy? Um, I'll go through the the ones I've watched again. Um, before, uh, I watched Christine again. Great movie. Great movie. We all love it. Uh, oh my god, man! Uh, like uh, it's been a while, so seeing it this time again, like it, again, I'm just I'm finding different things to love more about it, and. The part, for some unknown reason, I don't know why, I've seen it many times, it gave me goosebumps this time. And it's when Arnie, it's after the car's been demolished by Buddy Rafferty and his gangs. And Arnie's like, you know, pretty much he's like, okay, show me. Oh, yeah. And the music, like, and it's like the car's reforming, and all of a sudden, coming to life. I'm like, oh, that's so good. We're getting that on blue right now. We are? Yeah, Twilight Time lost the rights, and Columbia saw it doing well. Yes! Only like 17 bucks. I still get it. You know what? But, man, I love that movie, too. It's oh, it, it, I loved that. I was like, I... I God, it was great. Gucci Welch, baby. <laughs> hey, Cunningham, is that you? <laughs> and then what you do with shit? Pick it up with a little shovel. shovel. <laughs> I love that. Harry Dixon. It's always great. Um, you, they took a shit on my dashboard, Mom. <laughs> Dude, that movie's one of my favorites. Oh, that's, yeah. my, that's probably my second favorite Carpenter after The Thing. And then The Prince of Darkness. Those three I just love. I, I, need, to, I need to watch Prince of Darkness again because... It's so slow, but I love it. I, I, just, I, need, to, I need to watch it again. Because I, I like it, like I, but I don't have a lot of strong memories about it for whatever reason. See, my three would have to be Thing... Christine and the Fog would be my third. The Fog is top five, but I, I just really like Prince of Darkness. For me, things my number one easily. Is that all our number ones? The thing. Yeah, but I think much, so. Yeah. It's amazing. That's I mean, probably you can't the top deny, five movies uh, of all time. Me too. Um, and then In the Mouth of Madness is probably my second favorite. I haven't watched that yet. And then third, I don't know. It might be. It might be Christine. What about Big Trouble? You're, you're, I like Big Trouble. You're a Big Trouble kind of guy. I'm, no. I'm a Big Trouble kind of guy. I love it, but I don't love it as much as the other yeah. stuff. Those other ones are just like masterpieces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, watch Tusk again. Love uh, Tusk. Haven't seen it since the theater. Um, still makes me cry out with laughter. And Johnny Depp, I don't know what he's doing. Especially like, Depp, yeah, he's the only part I don't If you were like. to cut him out, I think I would have liked the movie better. Especially because I had forgotten this moment and as we were watching it. Shri is like, she nudged me and she was like, oh my God, this is the part where... Um, I forgot. Um, Michael Parks? Michael Parks. I had Parks. Um, she was like, oh my God, this is where Michael Parks is in the walrus suit. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and then it happens. <laughs> and I just split open. Because he's just sitting there. He's like, time to decide if you're a walrus. Or a man! And we start attacking. <laughs> you know what? Michael Parks is getting some of the recognition he finally fucking deserves. That dude was yeah. fucking acting all the way back and fucking the evictors by yeah. fucking, uh, what's that guy who did the Town of the Dreaded Sundown? He did that. I don't movie. know his name, but, but I didn't geez, him that guy's acting all the way back then and stuff like uh, Welcome to Spring Break, which is like cheesy crap. And it's fun, but it's mm. crap. And then, like, finally he's getting, you know, that rebirth with <laughs> Quentin Tarantino and Red State. Tusk. Yeah. The, the thing. The, what's the remake? We Are What We Are. He's yeah. in that too. He's in that? Oh, I didn't know he was Really well acted movie, but I think the script is convoluted. I There's something that's kind of bumming me out about Tusk a little bit. Yeah. And it's that. When it first came out and stuff, like, 
Kevin Smith like he, he, like he talked like he loved it, like he really really dug it, and like he, his fa- he said his favorite thing was that someone would come up and they're like, oh it was so great, it was so weird and fucking awesome. And he's like, yeah it is, isn't it? And then someone would come up and be like, that was fucking weird and terrible. And he go, yeah it is, isn't it? Like that was his thing. And, uh, like, he was excited if people loved it or hated it. Uh-huh. Now he talks about it like it's a piece of shit. No. Yeah, like, on the podcast and stuff, he talks about it like it's a huge failure and a piece of shit. Whoa. And it bums me out because I fucking love that movie. Like, I, I think it, like, well, I shouldn't say I think it's a better movie than <clears throat> Red State. I like it better than Red State, and I fucking loved Red State. Like, Whoa. I... It's like, that's his brainchild sculpted from Smodcast. I know, I know, and it just bums me out that he talks about it that way. Maybe, I mean... Sometimes you can kind of get browbeaten into feeling that way. I like, know. on a, a smaller scale, I feel that way about Snuff It sometimes. Just because <laughs> Snuff It is the art, definitely my strangest movie. And, like, people do really either kind of latch onto it and love it, uh-huh. or they hate it, but it's our least popular movie. Like, before it was Zombie A-Hole, now it's Snuff It. And so mm-hmm. some days I just think, like, Snuff It is a turd. That's why, that's why I... Uh, <laughs> That's why I put in the in the invalid. Tra- I've seen that stuff it, but you don't say it. But I don't say it because that's what they do in the torso trailer. Yeah. It says it says something in Doctor Zhivago, and it says from the man who brought you Doctor Zhivago. Like it cuts out the other one, so I imitated the torso trailer and had to say stuff it in torment. And then I was like, and then it cuts and. Do you say? I, I thought you I hear like a little like like I left yeah. a little bit of it in there because I hmm. thought it was funny, but. Uh, Oh, I didn't know he. I didn't know that. Yeah, it bums me out, right? It's a bummer, but yeah. I I fucking love that movie. They do that on uh, the movie Crypt. They always hate on Chill Rama, Joe Lynch, and Anna Green. Chill Rama's great, all except Tim Sullivan's segment. Yeah, Tim Sullivan. I mean, I mean, sucks. honestly, Joe Lynch's segment I love, and Adam Green's I love, even yeah. Adam Ripkin's I love. Yeah, but Tim Sullivan's is like. Ten minutes too long. If you were to cut that, I think it would Tim be Sullivan's fine. is nowhere up, nowhere near up to par with the rest no, of the things. The movie. other ones are just all brilliant, yeah. and then that one I'm like. What the fuck is this? I know it's just, it's it, it'd be all right if it was ten minutes short, but it's just it's overly long. Yeah, that was that was it for me for the ones I've saw before. Uh, I guess it goes back to me. I guess I'll get these over real quick. I watched three documentaries because okay. I've, I've been watching documentaries a lot. I mean, it's a good thing to put on and yeah, you know. I love them. Uh, I watched the HG. HG HH Holmes documentary. Yeah, and I also listened to the uh, the what is that? Uh, that damn thing i forgot what the hell that uh lower lower podcast had a story on him as well oh, see um i didn't mean to cut you off no go ahead <clears throat> this um, he's making a movie yeah that's what i was about yeah, to mention Kevin. yeah it's really weird erica listened to the is, is it was a lore episode yeah listen to the lore episode so she found she found a book on tape about uh or an audio book i should say about hh Holmes. she's been listening to that and then she tried she tried watching that documentary and she hated it and she turned it <clears> off but the um then she found out about the movie, like all in the same like week, basically. I, I found out about the movie, and then uh, the, I was listening to the thing, and it came on. Uh, I was like, "Oh, uh, I know who this guy is." And I, the documentary's okay. Yeah, I haven't watched it. I, I can't mean, vouch for it, but Eric, I know Eric did. It's like a little it. cheap. Some yeah. of them are cheap, uh, but it was interesting nonetheless. I think the, you know, both the podcasts I listen to and that kind of go to hand in hand. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. uh, I also I also watched the Tina Brandon story. Have you guys ever seen the movie Boys Don't Cry? Yeah, I've seen that. That's a great movie. So this is the doc about the real yeah, person? Yeah. Okay. And that was also interesting as well. And it's probably then, fucking depressing as it, well. Yeah, it made me, uh, you know, just idiots. The, some of the people are so dumb. But it was refreshing seeing one lady who is like, uh, had a friend who is friends with Tina Brandon, her son was, and uh, she seemed really like, like Tina Brandon, you know what I mean? Yeah. Really liked her and felt bad, and, you know, was yeah. open and very, you know, I guess progressive. Yeah. And then, uh, 
the Carl Panz, uh, Panzram. You ever heard of Carl Panzram? Panzram, Panzram I've heard that yeah. name. Is he a serial killer? Yes. It's, uh, what is it? What was it called? Uh, Spirit of Hate and Vengeance. Okay. Carl Panzram. He, like... That's an intense title dude, for yeah. a movie. I mean, Carl Panzram, <laughs> Spirit of Hate and Vengeance. He's just some guy that was in the early 19, like 1904, 19, and he's like a 14-year-old kid. He lived, had like a bad life and was in like a home. Right when he escaped from the home, he got like raped by hobos on a train. And after Jesus that, Christ. all he did was just like beat. He's like, my thing was beat, rape, and kill them all. And he was like, he just ended up killing so many people. And like this officer befriended him and got all this information on him. And he wrote like this autobiography. He's like, I'm so fucking stupid. I can't even write. I'm illiterate. And the funny thing is they're reading pages from this guy's book. And he's more he's, he's more intelligent than 90% of the people today that are like, he's stupid or him stupid or yeah. all of cost. You know, dumb yeah. motherfuckers like that. <laughs> this, this guy literally <laughs> is fucking 18 times smarter than most of the people today in his writing. And, so, I, and he wait, said he was a dumb, illiterate moron. Wait, so, is, is this guy still alive? No, he died. I, like I said, he was killing people in 1903. Oh, that's true. When got, you, well, when you chair. were talking about him, it sounded yeah. like he was talking in the documentary. Yeah, but I mean, they were just reading his story. Oh, when okay, he wrote. okay, okay. And he got, he got, he's the guy who infamously, like, when he was getting hung, he was like, "Hurry, the, hurry this shit up! I can oh, hang ten men at the time you hang one." Yeah. And he said he like murdered and raped, and he said, and most, uh, most, uh, I've sodomized over a hundred men. He's like raped everybody. Damn. He said if they weren't too broke down, I would rape them. <laughs> he said, I didn't care, tall, short, black, white. If they weren't too broke down. I'd rape him or something like oh that. Oh my god! Everybody, he's like personification of evil. He, yeah. he thought he was, but you know he had a miserable fucking life. They said they tortured him all the fucking time in prison and shit. And just beat him, and he said one time he escaped the wall all the way to the fucking top thirty feet, and he fell. <laughs> he let he broke like he fucked him broke, and they just threw him in the like prison, and he was like deformed. Jesus, he's just a big, mean, scary motherfucker. Yeah, and he was violent. And it was that was the best documentary. It's on Netflix. Yeah, huh. that was the best one of the bunch, I think. Wow. Uh, so I watched uh, Serpent in the Rainbow. Mm. Good movie. I, I really good. like it. I think it's Wes Craven's best movie. Honestly, I really, really dug it. Um, uh, I watched a movie called Nemesis. I haven't seen that since I was a kid. Which is an Albert Pune movie. I fucking loved it, dude. It makes no sense. It it, a kid. it it's it does make sense, but it's very very convoluted. But that doesn't fucking matter because the movie, every five seconds, there's a robot shooting at another robot. And the effects are great and the action is great. And yeah, there's nudity. Yeah, there is. It was on my mm-hmm. uh, homemade uh, porn tape when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I used to like take movies and tape them, all the, all the porn bits. Because I'm a sicko at like age 12. That woman, I didn't, That I mean, I did not find that woman appealing though. She was very muscly, that woman who gets naked. And do you know who she's banging in that scene? Thomas Jane. Really? Young Thomas Jane. I haven't seen that movie since I was 12. <clears throat> there was somebody else in it, too, that I couldn't believe he was in it. Uh, I can't remember what it There's is. There's like four of those. But Brian James is in it. Tim Thomerson is the bad guy. Nice. Uh, it's great. It's so good. The, on DVD, did you watch it? I watched on Hulu. Because I, uh, is that Showtime or just Hulu? I think it's just Hulu. Because, I mean, I I don't know if that's been on DVD. I have the VHS. Really? I don't know. I yeah, have all four it, on VHS somewhere. If they put that on Blu-ray, I'd buy it because I liked it so much, I haven't dude. seen it in years. Like I said, I remember as a, like, I saw it when I was like eight or nine. Yeah. Because I thought it was like class of 1999. And yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. I was just like, I don't know what the fuck. It wasn't like anything. It was like. It's so weird. I mean, there was some like Terminator type stuff, I think. But like. It's got a great cover art. The end is a, is the main character fighting a stop motion robot skeleton tim thomerson oh man in an airplane with the cargo thing open 
and they're fighting and they're over a volcano. Wow. <laughs> it's amazing. Like I, I don't know, I really liked it. Uh oh man. I really dug it. <laughs> so what else you watch, buddy? Um, I'm gonna mention bring up the one that you and I watched. Okay. Fan stick. Yeah, we both watched Fan stick. <laughs> That's how they wrote it on the poster. Yeah. That's how we're yeah. gonna say it. <laughs> uh I was 100% on board with the movie until the ending. Me too. Absolutely. Hi, Sweepy. My wife just walked in the door. Um, I was I was really getting into it. There were moments like uh, beginning, it's them as children. You know, I was like, oh man, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, them starting to, especially uh, getting up with uh, uh, Victor Von Doom and realizing that uh, this this project they want to utilize together and put together. I was really enjoying their chemistry and characters and the actors together. I think really really worked. Uh, that ending though, just it, you could tell that's where things went south. When they got to the end, uh, can we just spoil Fantastic Four? Like, oh, yeah. I mean, you Why don't not? care, do you? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm not watching a Fox movie. Okay. Uh, so spoilers for Fantastic Four and ten nine eight seven six five four three two one. Pizza. All right. So Doom presumably dies when they what basically in this version they teleport to another dimension like another a planet on another zone. Um, they call planet it pl- zero. Planet zero is what they call it. They transport this planet and basically it's like Earth, but it before Earth had life or anything on. It's just a big, crazy like craggy empty planet with like this weird energy surging through it and they have that energy is what gives them their powers and doom presumably dies pretty horrifically like the mm-hmm. way and it's sort of it's sort of sad when it happens because they're all friends up to that point but presumably it dies and then uh over a year later they go back to the planet with a new team and he comes walking up to them and collapses and they bring him back and he's laying in he's laying in a room and what has happened to him is his his environment suit has fused to his body yeah which is why he look he's like all covered in metal from the from the the environment suit um and he's laying there and um the the guy he's kind of an asshole but he's in charge of everything that kind of character comes in to talk to him and doom telekinetically literally blows his head off literally explodes his yeah. head in a PG-13 movie <laughs> Cool. violently and and i went oh and then he gets up and he starts walking through the facility and anyone who comes within like 10 feet of him their head explodes akira yeah remember that when he and akira was like boom the there's this crazy on the wall. there's this crazy uh the score was really good philip yeah. glass did the score he, he's walking this scary ass music's playing and the lights flicker when he passes them scientists are going people's heads are exploding i'm like oh oh i was getting all excited i'm like this doesn't suck everybody said it sucks this doesn't suck that's five minutes before the movie ends he doom enters the movie somewhere between five and ten minutes before the movie ends and they kill him he dies yeah yeah (laughs) like this is for sure like this is what back i don't know i don't know i'd come back he they literally he, he comes back and he's like, guess what, guys? I'm evil. And then they go through the portal and they fight him on the CGI poop fest planet for about three minutes. And they're like, we got to team up, guys. 
and the thing suddenly goes, it's clobbering time, even though it doesn't fit his fucking character. Yeah, he's been in this movie. the whole movie. The whole movie, not bitching, no. in pain. There's a part where he's sitting there, and he's just, he always looks sad when I see him, and they've made him into a soldier. He's killed like 50 people. They put his kill count up on the screen at one point. And he's sitting there, and they, they sent him to capture Reed, because yeah. Reed took off, and they got Reed sitting there, and Reed goes like, are you in pain? And he just goes, I get used to it. And you're like, oh, fuck. Like, you feel bad for him. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's like, it's in time. And you're like, no. <laughs> was he happy no, no, no. about it or was he pissed? No, he said it jokingly. Yeah. Oh, if he would have said it like, it's clobbering time. Like a serial killer? That the reason bad. he says it's clobbering time is because his abusive older brother used to say it before he beat the shit out of him. See, if he would have said it really demented like that, it would have been awesome. Doesn't work. It didn't work. I mean, you're, was... you're absolutely right, but it didn't work. But anyway, they go in there. They throw C- bad CGI yeah. at each other for about three minutes and then... They go, we should have a name, guys. Yeah, we're the... And then the title screen Fantastic Four. There'll be no more. Barry Richards was lusty. <laughs> but anyway, all of a sudden, the complete tone of the movie changes. Because it's not a superhero movie. And, no. and it actually works in a weird way. It's not a good Fantastic Four movie. It's a good movie, though. But as a, as a weird, like, science fiction, almost, like, body horror thing... Mm-hmm. It works because when they come back, they're all fucked up, dude. That's... Johnny looks dead and is laying there burning, and he and he's scared. Like he like the one part he calls out for his dad. Yeah, like he's it burning. gave me it. I felt I I was tearing up at that moment a little bit because him and his dad, um, Johnny and his dad, don't really have the strongest relationship. Yeah. They're they're really standoffish the whole time. But at that moment, like he was on the table burning, and you could hear him. He was like, Dad, 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 like just calling out because he can't like, control it until they yeah. put the suit on him. But he basically they come back through the portal, and um, Sue didn't go, but Sue was helping them from back from back home, and she gets hit with a wave of the energy, and that turns her invisible. She can't control it either at first, so she's just blinking in and out of existence basically. Reed is laying on the ground with his legs pinned under a big piece of machinery. He's all cut up and bleeding yeah. and everything. He looks up and he's like Johnny, and he looks up and Johnny's laying on his back on fire. It looks like he's dead, <laughs> and then Reed's like, "Oh my god!" and he starts crawling toward Ben. Because there's just a pile of rocks sitting there. And you can hear Ben inside going, Read help! Help me! Like screaming for help. And he's crawling and he's crawling and he's crawling. And he turns back and he looks and his legs are all that stretched out. honestly really good. But yeah. It, it sounds like a bad Fantastic Four movie. It sounds like a really horrible science movie. Yeah. yeah. Good, but... But like he looks back and it's horrific the way he stretches out at first because he can't control yeah. and it looks like it hurts. Yeah. And then you realize that Ben is not trapped under the rocks. He is the rocks. He is the rocks and he's trying to be a person. But it hurts. It's so weird. It's so weird and fucked up. And it's like this. I'm in in the context of the movie. Absolutely works. Yeah. As a Fantastic Four thing, it's not Fantastic Four. But, it's just not. But they fucked it up with that. They fucked it up. They fucked up Doom, and they ruined it at the end. Doom's and, entrance, beautiful. The actor who plays Doom is a really good actor. I don't know how he. I does didn't recognize. I didn't recognize. He's in him. a movie called Dead Man Shoes with Patty Costa. Oh, uh, okay, I've seen that. Great fucking. You see Dead Man Shoes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that movie. Which one is he? He's the little brother. Oh, okay. He's like, there's one right there. He's like the slow brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that movie. Dead Man Shoes is one of my favorite movies. That's a great movie. When when Doom is back and he's being he's pretty much being interviewed by the the asshole guy in charge. <clears throat> one of the best lines delivered is from Doom, and he's like, "It's bad enough you and you people destroy your planet. You had to come back and destroy mine." Yeah. You know, and when he when he says that, like when he takes ownership of the other planet, it gets you excited for the possibilities, but there are no possibilities. Yeah. It should have been the <clears throat> middle of the movie, but it's the uh, end. It's five minutes from the end, and all the end just goes. Boop, 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 boop. Something went wrong. 
Yeah. They fucking, they didn't let him finish it or something. Yeah. And well, somebody else came in and wrapped it up quick. I think that's what happened. Fox! <laughs> Fox sucks, dude. Dude, those monkey movies are good. Yeah, I guess 10 out of fucking 100,000 ain't bad. <laughs> dude, I, that's why I said I won't go see a Fox Did, movie. Didn't they release Kingsman? Yeah, I think it's Fox. Yeah. Uh, Kingsman was great. Yeah. They don't always suck, but... They used I, to be the best, though. They used to be one of the best. Yeah. Now they're just one of the worst. Yeah, they made some pretty bad Alien and Predator movies in the past 15 years or so. Way better than Ridley Scott's. <laughs> Ridley Scott did one. Alien vs. Predator is <laughs> way better than Alien. I'd stab somebody. <laughs> I actually would just be like this. I wouldn't talk to him. I would just avoid him. I, wouldn't, I mean, those who argue with fools become one, right? Yeah. I would, <laughs> I'd be like, my opinion is that just because, like, the old one's boring and, like, Ripley's not hot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but in, in summation on in Fa- Fantastic Four, yeah. and I and I think you agree, it's it's almost it's almost a good movie, almost a really good movie. It it was almost a movie that I was until that moment watching this movie, I was like, man, this is gonna be like a Spider Man two, Amazing Spider Man two, like because where only Brandon and I like it. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna walk out of this theater loving it just as much as Amazing Spider Man two. But then the ending, it's I. It is not a catastrophe, though. It's not as big no, as a disaster. People there are, are saying. so many worse movies. Better than the first Fantastic Four movies? Uh, yeah, I think. Better than the X-Men movies? No, it depends which X-Men movie. X-Men 1, 2, 3? Uh, X2 is awesome, I X2 think. Is awesome. X2 and Wolverine. X2 Wolverine. and the Wolverine are awesome. I don't know. I, it's, <clears throat> I mean... It's not great, but it's not a pile of shit either. No, it's not. It's not the I, disaster everybody makes it. Out it's, to. it's it's like it, most movies are somewhere in the fucking middle. But yeah. it was like, right. worst movie ever because it didn't make twenty billion dollars opening weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I, tell you I what, never wanted to see it though. Yeah. I tell you this, like I I won't own a physical copy, but if it's cheap enough on Vudu one day in the future, I'll probably snag it. Yeah, so or if it pops up on Netflix, I might watch it. A again. rental. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably yeah. I'll run it. Like I said, I'll watch it when it comes up, but I'm not gonna go out of my way to see it. All right, what else you watch, buddy? Uh, Oh, I got those three done. I got that done. I got that done. That done. Uh, I watched. Did I write that one down? No, oh, yeah, I did. I watched Sweet Movie. I've heard of that. Never uh, seen Criterion it. Criterion Hulu. I have the Blu-ray as well. That movie. That movie's like one of those controversial movies. Supposed to be like you know big deal on the time. Really, really weird movie. It gets uh, scatological at the end with the movie explained. So yeah. Weird orgy of food and poop and pee and it's <laughs> not and puking. I, I didn't enjoy watching that. And uh, there's a there's a lot of stuff in there that pushes the fucking boundary. Like there's this woman. Is this real? Poop, yeah. Peeing, puking. Uh, peeing and puking. I think yeah. But uh, I'm not so sure on the poop. There's real poop. But I don't think anybody eats it. But uh, oh man. But there's this, oh as long as nobody eats yeah, it. There's this like the woman has this boat and like it's filled with sugar and candy and she has all these like they have like sex in this like big vat of candy. Like I mean uh sugar so it's just so physically bizarre and like uh like i mean visually bizarre and there's this horrible scene like i don't know if it's horrible i mean somebody's like it's beautiful but it's it's probably highly illegal uh like she's like naked and she's around all these like eight like six-year-old little kids and she's like naked and like grabbing their pants and like putting her vagina in their face and i'm just like this is a different country. What the fuck, I know. Man. Like I was just like I was like, what? This is Criterion. Yeah, I was like, why is this released? Like, <laughs> like a Serbian film can't get away with doing it for yeah. fake. And this movie, maybe they. Uh, there's no way this is clever editing or shooting. I was just, I was. Well, I guess I was shocked. I mean, it's a different time. It's a different country. And I was, I was wondering. Well, because Silo was released on was this Criterion, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, 
You know is this what? worse? Salo's probably a little classier than this flick sounds no, like. No, I mean, this film is artistically made in yeah. points. Then in the beginning, it, it starts off really great. Like, there's, like, this weird sex pageant where this, like, oil tycoon is trying to find a virgin that he wants. Because he's like, I can't afford paying for all these treatments for doctors and the STDs. It's, it's John Vernon. It's John Bernard. And I was shocked to see him in it. Because I was like, he's in this artistic, like, you know, crazy controversial movie. It's, it's a guy from Animal House and Outlaw Josie Wales. Oh, my God. And he's in it, and he's, he's great in it. He's a great actor. Oh. And, like, he's naked, and he like, strips naked, and he has, like, a golden dick. It's just so fucking weird, man. a golden dick? I don't even know how to explain this movie. It's like an adventure <sighs> movie where this person goes to... The, these couple people go to set piece to set piece, and it's completely ludicrous. The poop and the the child stuff makes me not want to watch it, but everything else you're saying about it makes the first me act curious I love, about the it. The second and third act, I was like... Why am I watching this? <laughs> like, I was getting like this. I was eating. I turned around right when the... I was like... Looked at Jeremy because he was sitting on the couch. He wasn't yeah. really watching. I was like, come on. Try to... Come on with the poop. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> come on. With the pooping? Yeah, okay. Trying to eat my sonic chicken fingers here. <laughs> Can you this stop is... crying? I'm trying to eat here. Yeah, I stop crying. I'm trying to eat. And this it's is a full cost uh, meal. This is called Sweet Movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please put both your hands on the table, Brandon. <laughs> Try to eat a full course meal. The land. I don't want your tears for dessert. That was the, that's the twist at the end of Sweet Movie. Scarlett Johansson shows up and starts crying and grosses everybody out who's pooping on each other. They're like, oh, come on! <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I imagine there's people that have like studied this movie and could be like, you're an idiot, and this is why this is this and this and this, and I'm like, oh, I see. That could be with any movie, though. Yeah. But since this movie is like considered an art film, and yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. It probably attracted a crowd that would do that more so. Uh, I watched a movie from the early 2000s called Venom that I'd always heard about and never is seen. Is it The Bayou? Yeah. I've seen that movie. The movie's not bad. It's fun. It's really fun. Solid. Solid horror movie. The, do you, have you heard of it before, Brandon? I've heard of it. I've not seen it. The premise of the movie is that it's interesting because the killer... It, it's it's voodoo and he's not a bad guy before he becomes killer. Everyone thinks he's weird, but he's not actually a bad guy. What happens to him makes him evil. He's helping a woman. He saves an old woman whose car is falling off a bridge, mm-hmm. and she's keeps saying the briefcase, the briefcase, and so he like thinks she needs it. Um, and so he runs back to get it, and when he goes to get it, the car tips and falls oh. in the river, and in the briefcase is a bunch. I I want to say like thirteen snakes or something like that whose venom is actually the souls of evil people. Huh. Like she was taken to dispose yeah. him and he, the, cause she's like a voodoo priestess and the snakes bite him, like attack him and inject him with all the evil That's souls. That's such a good uh, story. Nice. And then he comes back as this rotting, like Jason Voorhees type in killer. Swamp. Yeah. In the swamp. Oh, the, the only bad thing about it is it's pretty light on the blood and gore. It needed to be gory. I think it needed good kills. It's a little light on that, and it has that like crappy late '90s, early 2000s editing, yeah. where like there's that weird like flashing horse shit that they used to do all the time. <laughs> like it almost Kevin Williamson kind of style yeah. writing. Like yeah, yeah. it's definitely what like a scream style inspired. Yeah. Inspired. What about his appearance? Is he goopy and nasty? yeah, yeah? He gets worse over the course of the movie. By the end, he's all like black and weird. And there's a part where the girl's like sneaking up behind him, and a snake is crawling under his skin yeah and you see its eye its eye opens and it's like the snake caesar so he's caesar and he turns around and starts attacking oh it. that's awesome and uh there's great like set pieces in it the crypt. isn't there a crypt yeah the yeah. crypt scene's great there's a the great scene where they're in the house and they put protection on the house so he can't get in like voodoo style yeah and he hooks his he has a tow truck that's yeah, his gimmick he hooks, he hooks his tow truck up and pulls 
like a quarter of the house out and is dragging it behind the tow truck, and two of the main characters are on right. the on the house being dragged. That's that, awesome. That's before Jeepers Creepers too, right? I think so. And didn't he have like that? Didn't he drive around in like a truck and do something like that too? No, the um the good guy in Ray Weiss yeah, in Jeepers Creepers two had the truck with the harpoon on the back, mm-hmm. which yeah. is awesome. But I mean, Venom was a solid movie. It's definitely like a mid mid. I feel like it's a forgotten gem almost because it's a lot better than you'd think. Yeah, Netflix? it's better than you think. Yeah, it's on Netflix. That's why I, I watched Blu- it. The Blu-ray was dirt cheap. I got it to review. It's it's like an Echo Bridge. It used to be a Miramax. It's yeah. probably like five bucks. Totally huh. totally worth watching if you want to see something. I liked it. Like, I expected original. to hate it when I put it in. I was like, oh, this. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I gotta watch it. And I watched it. Yeah, like, I didn't expect I was to like, like it. Yeah, this isn't bad. That's a movie that I never heard anyone talk about. That's a solid idea, too. Yeah, but it's like, a really neat idea. I guess it was originally going to be a video game. Huh. And the writers are classically video game writers, and then they were like, "Ah, oh, let's make it a movie." Nice. And so it became a movie. Right. Uh, my last one that I got in was one I had not seen yet. Um, Fury. Yeah. Um, David Ayer. I, um, I need Ayer. to see that. I want to see it. I really loved it. Yeah. Yeah. The the ensemble. Oh man, they work so well off each other. I mean, you got Brad Pitt, John Bernthal, um, Shia LaBeouf. Um, I was. I think I'm saying his name right. Carlos Minya. Minya. I'm not sure. Um, he's an Ant Man. Oh, Pena, Michael Pena. Pena. Michael Pena. Pena. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the younger kid, I'm not sure of his name, but I know he is the main kid in the upcoming Goosebumps movie. Okay. He's in it. Okay. Um. Oh man, what I what I, the only other movie to to really depict the last movie that I can remember seeing that depicted war in a very gloomy presence was Saving Private Ryan. Love mm-hmm. that movie. That's how I felt about Fury. I got that feeling from the Fury like trailers yeah. and stuff. Even like the color scheme on the cover. Looked yeah, like, like everything's overcast, real damp, muddy, right? Gross. Yeah. Um, but and, yeah. and it's about like a like a a squad who's in a tank, basically, right? Right. There, uh, the tank is called Fury. Okay. And uh, it's one of the best, one of the one of the most uh, well well machined, well oiled, well oiled crew to like use their tank. Okay. They go against um, tigers, isn't it? And they pretty much get told that. Uh, Brad Pitt is the commander of that tank, and two other t- uh, tanks. They're pretty much said, "You guys, you three are the only three that can help stop this battalion of Nazis uh, to save this town before it gets taken over." By saving this town and making sure the SS doesn't get it, this this is one up for America. Yeah. What town is it? Um. What what country is it in? I think it was um. Belgium. You know, I'm not sure. I think it's mentioned once or twice, and then that's it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what it could have been. It could have been Belgium. It's in Germany. It could have been anywhere. Oh, it's in Germany? It's in Germany. Okay. I'm going to say, man, Germany pretty much owns almost all Europe. Yeah, yeah. Because that's that's a statement Brad Pitt makes. He's like, you know, or I think either Brad Pitt or John Bernthal makes. He's like, first we were fighting Nazis in Africa. Then we were fighting them in Poland. Now we're fighting them in their hometown, like in Germany. So yeah. they end up, in, the whole movie's pretty much Germany. Started in Africa. Yeah. Um, I mean, British people are fighting us. Now it's so like, yeah. and the the young kid that gets taken on, he's the he's the um, there's there's I'm bad with military terms, but he's um the gunner. Michael Pena is like the driver. Yeah, the gunner. I think the gunner, little like yeah. uh next to it. Yeah, the uh, their old partner was shot. You could they show him briefly, like his half his face was just like gone. Yeah. So he the young kid taking his place, and he pretty much tells like Brad Pitt, it's like um. All I ever did, I'm a desk clerk. That's all I was trained to do. But they throwed him into this, like yeah. into this environment. So like he doesn't have a relationship as well with the rest of the guys. So they yeah. kind of pick on him, you know. They 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 rough him up a bit, 
And it gets to a moment where I'm he's not that little squirrely him. guy from Saving Private Ryan. Up him, yeah. I hate Jeremy Davis. There, what's the thing I loved most about it was seeing this kid who didn't want to fight. He didn't want to shoot Nazis. He was really standoffish at first. He's like, "No, I don't want to do this. Like, why? Why do I need to kill these? The, yes, why do I need to kill them?" And it's cool to see the transition of him going through all the horrors that he's seeing. Yeah. Because he's this is becoming the first time. a soldier, basically. Right. Yeah. He's seeing it up close and personal for the first time now. And by the end of the movie, he's gunning him down. He's like, fucking Nazis. Like, fuck you. And then it's like, oh, man. Like, that's what I got, happened. I got to watch that. That sounds awesome. Big Red One. You ever seen that movie? <laughs> Mark Hamill has the complete opposite turn in the Big Red One with uh, Lee Marvin and uh, it's by Samuel Fuller. Like, in the beginning, he's like, there's one point, he's like, gunning down. Some mistake, and they're like, shoot Frenchies, and the French people are going at him. They call him, I'm not, I don't want to kill French. And they boom, boom, gunning him down. I think it's French people or something, French soldiers. I don't remember exactly. But, like, halfway through it, he realizes that they're people. And he's just like, and he's like, their best, he's bad, their best shot. And he's just like, the sharpshooter, he's just like, that's that, he didn't want to kill anybody. That, yeah. there's some moments that happen in that fury. Like, there's, there's some moments that happen with children. And you're just like, oh, man. Yeah. And, um. I love the the end of the movie. Pretty much is their tank. Um, they roll over a landmine, not knowing it. So their whole the what's the name for not um, not rails tread. Yeah, is it demolished? Pretty much done. Mm-hmm. So they try working on it. He sends Brad Pitt sends the new kid out to go watch, and all of a sudden, as he's I don't don't tell us anymore. Well, it's I mean, it's nothing spoiling. Okay. I'm just saying that like yeah. what's happening is like he. He witnesses a huge, at least two to three hundred SS yeah. coming their way, and that's the final battle. Like trying to do what they can. Yeah. Are they actually in SS outfits, like the black outfits? Uh, Are they there's, just Nazis? there's a different there's a different name for them because they're they're a little bit more. Yeah, because I thought the SS was just the the, the guys in the black suits that went to door to door to get the uh, Jews. Well, I mean, they're also. Um, well, there's officers, but then there there were secret service. I'm pretty sure they were SS soldiers too. They're secret service soldiers. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. overall, I I loved it. I, I, it's, I gotta watch that. Yeah, me too. I've had it on the Voodoo, and I have the Blu-ray. My yeah. dad liked it. Did you guys ever see a movie of Samuel L. Jackson called? Uh, I want to say it's called Rules of Engagement. I've seen the cover. There's a the whole. This isn't a spoiler because it's the entire basis for the movie, but basically it's um, uh, it's American soldiers pinned down. In the Middle East, and basically they're surrounded by what are they're essentially rioters, but they're citizens. They're yeah. not soldiers, and they're being shot at, and uh, they don't know what to do. They're like, we're not going to fire on civilians or anything like that. And then finally, Samuel Jackson's just like, he's just like, open fire. And then they're like, oh, like man. he's like, sir, sir, we need to confirm. Do we open fire? And he's like, he's like, kill the motherfuckers, kill them all. And they open fire, and it's to protect themselves. They didn't yeah. know what to do, and they and they literally are like shooting old men, women, like just because they don't know where the bullets are coming from they just so that the people will disperse they're just like shooting into them and the rest of the movie is the trial basically like yeah you know and the the thing they use against him is that same jackson because he was scared he said kill the motherfuckers because he said that like or waste the motherfuckers is what he says uh, because he said that like they use it against him instead in the trial. of saying fire yeah instead of just saying like fi- open fire and stuff like that like or put down suppressing fire or whatever that's like um one of um one of the great things about Fury is things happen all of a sudden. And that's yeah. awesome because that's what happens in war. Things yeah. happen without you knowing. Right. It's not like everybody's like, well, we plan to go to the battle today. Yeah. We'll show up here at this time and they, have the battle. They did that in uh, Revolutionary World War. War. World War One. it happened at one point. Yeah. They had like the break, the British and the Nazis, and they 
celebrated Christmas. Yeah, there's a movie about it. Is it? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think you guys will love it. I, yeah. I, I think I actually it looks like a good movie. It. Yeah. And that was it for me. Uh, I watched, I already talked about uh, Wormwood. Uh, I already talked, I guess I'll talk about Tony Scott's The Hunger. You guys okay. ever seen that? I put that on No, movie. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, that's a bizarre movie. Slow as molasses. <laughs> the last 10 minutes is awesome. It's a vampire movie, right? Yeah, and I like the movie. It's cool. It's about getting old and age and things like that. That's that's kind of a cool thing. And they go through it with vampires and stuff like that. Uh, I, I really like the movie. The opening is really stylized. And you're like, this is so 80s. And the last 10 minutes is brilliant. Like, I don't want to say she keeps talking old lovers up in like tunes and stuff and they're just like old and decrepit oh that sounds cool yeah and it, it's a cool movie david bowie's in it and uh susan sarandon and i can't think of the lead actress's name i probably but like it i like Dan, that ridley scott slow burn hedida or hadaya you know the Hedaya, guy, yeah. he played yeah. uh richard nixon and dick yeah yeah he's in it for like five minutes he's like fourth build i'm like the guy's in the movie for two and a half minutes i will always remember that guy the most from alien resurrection because i think that was the first thing i noticed him in he's in it oh yeah <laughs> he, he's the he's the general he's he's in command of all oh. soldiers and he gets killed by a xenomorph and he pulls out a piece of his brain and looks at it before he dies <laughs> he like reaches back and he's like ah oh, and then he dies <laughs> hairy as a skunk oh he's so hairy <laughs> and there's that great part where he throws a grenade and the camera follows it because the xenomorph mm-hmm. got into one of the yeah. escape ships and he kills all of his men and he's like saluting them as they explode <laughs> <laughs> he's in a lot of movies i can't think He's like kind of reminds me of like the ugly version of Dean Stockwell. He's the dad in Clueless. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He reminds me of Dean Stockwell. Everywhere in LA is 20 minutes. <laughs> Clueless. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, The Hunger. Yeah, I, I would say watch it. It's yeah. cool. Slow, but like I said, man, it's got a lot of stylized and visual stuff. And it's based off a book. Really? Which I imagine gets deep into it. Yeah, yeah. The ending I really loved. I thought was awesome. Cool. Vampires done correctly. Like, it, it, no? they're different. They're different types of vampires. Yeah. They're not like Transylvania. You know, I, I guess it's kind of like old only lovers left alive. Like they've been alive for a long time. And I need to like see that. I think I like that. that. I think you might like it too. I like Tilda Swinton cool. and uh, Tommy Wilson. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of blow through a couple of these. Uh, we are still here. It's a ghost movie. I like it. Um, uh, my buddy Marcus did practical effects for it. Um, I ended up liking it. I I didn't I didn't care for the script, but I kind of liked everything else. I guess I like Larry Fessenden in it too. And then he was yeah he's a ham sandwich, but he's fun to watch. <laughs> I like I like Larry Fessenden. Um, basically there's there's a a seance about twenty minutes to the end, and the when the seance happened, I started liking the movie a lot. And then I liked the ending sequence a lot. There, there is some creepy shit in there too, and none of it really affected me. I, I thought it was a little dumb that the ghost left the house. Yeah. That bothered me. That seemed weird. I was like, it felt like there were no rules, and then they kept just explaining what the rules were in like really long dialogue scenes. And I was like, "Come on, man, stop doing that." The ending's pretty ambiguous. Show the, don't tell. Ambiguous at the end. Yeah, I like that. But I, I ended up liking it. It's, it's worth watching. It's cool. Um, so I watched that. I watched uh, Savaged in in America. I love that movie. In America, it's called Avenged. Poopy title. It should be called Savage. That's a perfect title for it. Yeah, I agree. Basically, uh, deaf girl. Goes driving across the American Southwest to live with her boyfriend. Raped by hillbillies. Gets uh, captured, tortured, and raped by hillbillies. Um, escapes, but is killed. And then a, um, a an old Indian shaman finds her and puts the spirit of a of an Indian warlord in her body. Who is wronged 
by the families uh, of the of the hillbillies. Nice. And then awesome. she's a she's still her, but when she gets anger, eyes turn black, and she becomes the Indian warlord. She's guy. a hybrid of both, and she's a zombie. And she's rotting throughout the movie. Yeah. And she uses weapons like Native American, like scalping. The thing I love is that she uses the weapons like properly, like yeah. her form. Like there's that part when that guy's laying on the ground and she has the bow and arrow and she like crouches down and you like, you po- you're like, oh, that, that bitch knows how to shoot a bow and arrow. It's pretty action packed too. It's yeah. more of an action rape revenge, like horror movie where, uh, How'd you? Where'd you watch it? You on? can watch it on Vudu. I got it on Vudu. I think I. I feel like the the, the US DVD is probably only ten bucks, and you can get it import Blu-ray, which yeah. is what I have. I that sounds it. amazing. I, I think it was it. really cheap on Vudu. The only thing about it is like my only complaint is there's some questionable yeah CGI I agree. I agree. I scattered throughout, but it didn't really bother me that much because it's it's pretty stylized in itself. But man, uh, great great squad of goons, great goon great squad, goon squad, real big pieces of shit, fantastic hero yeah. of the Good, movie, great hero, and there's real. Amongst all the like cheesy exploitation stuff, which, by the way, it is an exploitation movie, but it's not like tits, 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 and the sex in the rape scene isn't like yeah, it's the most graphic exploitative thing whole, ever. It's really tense and really depressing. And uh, uh, there's also really good side characters. The boyfriend's yeah. likable, and the cop is likable. They're yeah. not like, hey, I'm a dumb hit cop. Yada yada yada. Well, the there's one character. of them's like that. Yeah, but the main, but the cop, main cop is actually really a good cool. guy. And they got nice. good characters, hum- good humanity. Great style and energy to it. The action is great. There's lots of fighting and shooting, and it's my like top five or top. It's awesome. Year. I love it. That's another it. awesome idea. Yeah, <laughs> it's I a lot like Venom. The idea. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like mixture of two like people for revenge is cool. Um, and I'm just gonna blow through the last two. I watched Hell Driver again. I love Hell oh, Driver. Hell Driver's yeah. great. I have it though. Crazy sushi typhoon Japanese fucking movie. It's out of its mind. Kind of a zombie movie, but kind of not. It's, I don't know. It's bonkers. It's just bonkers. I uh, and then I watched a documentary called An Honest Liar, which is about a magician named the Amazing Randy who modeled himself after Houdini. And he was famous way back in the day. He was on Johnny Carson a bunch of times and stuff. He modeled himself after Houdini and spent his life debunking scam artists, faith healers, and people who claim to be psychic. And it is fascinating as hell to watch him. And he does elaborate shit to, take, he, to he, take these people down. Does he do any like big dogs? Yeah. Like the guy who talks to the he, dad. What was that guy, John Edwards? No, he doesn't do him. He does, uh, these are all older big dogs. There's um, Reverend Popoff, who was a faith healer. And drank vodka? Uh, no. <laughs> and then there was, uh, and then there's another guy named Uri Geller who claimed to be a psychic. And he was the guy that the government was studying because he could bend spoons. And uh, the amazing Randy proved that he was a fucking liar. And the, um, the, the, and I'll, I'll tell you this, this isn't the biggest crazy takedown they do, but this is elaborate, dude. Okay, like this pop-off guy, he makes hundreds of thousands of dollars every time he performs, basically. Yeah. Brings people in and they'll come up and he's like, he's like, I, I, I can feel it. You got, you got cancer in your stomach. God's going to burn that cancer out of your stomach. And he like hits him in the stomach and knocks him down. He's like, get healed. And like all this shit, you know, all that bullshit. So uh, what happened was the amazing Randy and his associates pretended to be a documentary crew. And got into one of them and watched it all go down. And then uh, the amazing Randy noticed that Popoff has a hearing aid. And he goes, why would a man who can hear, who claims to heal wear a hearing aid? Yeah. And then he got in touch with his buddy who's an audio expert. And he's like, can you transmit through a hearing aid? And he's like, yeah, you can transmit a frequency through a hearing aid. Oh. His, his, uh, his audio guy came disguised as his security guard. Okay. 
and they filmed all this. They filmed every bit of it, so it's in the documentary. This guy's a security guard, sat there with audio equipment, sat there and tuned and found the frequency that was coming through Popoff's ear, and it was his wife filling in, giving him information and telling him what to say because everybody who was in the audience had filled out a prayer card. And she'd be like sitting in the third row. There's a lady named this, and she's got this wrong with her. And uh, the I can't remember the guy's first name, um, but let's say it's Jerry, okay? And the first thing she says, she goes, Jerry, can you hear me? Because if you can't, you're in a lot of trouble. That's the first thing she says to him. And they recorded, 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 and then the guy, the audio guy got nervous, so he fucking bolted. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The Amazing Randy didn't tell anybody until like a, like months later. He went on Johnny Carson, and he was just like, play the tape. And they played it and debunked this guy on Carson, which was the highest rated TV show. Was Carson like, oh, shit. Yeah. What, what's funny, that it's funny that you say that. He didn't be, want it. Because he said shit on TV and was like, oh. He goes, I think. Um, That's it, oh, shit. Yeah, Johnny Carson went, no shit. And then like caught himself because he said shit on TV. <laughs> but yeah, it's. um, And then they, later on, they, the, this guy's like still alive. He's in his 80s. They get into his like personal life somewhat, which is also really interesting. Something crazy happens while they're filming the documentary and you're like holy shit directly yeah kind of indirectly wait so this pop-off guy yeah was he making money off this mm -hmm. lots they charge all those people to come in there no they donate they donate uh -huh. how much money and he'd keep it here's what he here's what he would tell people he would send like 20 people out with buckets and he'd tell i just want to remind everybody that whatever you donate you will get back 10 times so they had people throwing in like thousands of dollars Jesus. because they were like, God's going to help us 10 times a thousand. Yeah, fuck him. Wow. Yeah, he's a monster. No, fuck him. I mean, like if he was doing it for free and not charging and he really thought that he was yeah. like he was some kind of sort of twisted, even though he'd be really hurting people with cancer because they wouldn't get treatment and yeah. they'd die quicker. It was nothing but a but, scam. But let's say he thought that he was helping these people and he was just a little wacko. That's a little different to me. But he's benefiting money off him? Dude, fuck that person. Be beyond just the benefit of the money, at the beginning of the, of the thing, he goes... I want to, I know there's people in here with ailments. I know these crazy doctors got you on all these pills. I want you to take those pills out of your pockets, out of your purses, and just throw them. Just throw them away. Jesus what a Christ. He's awful. After Carson, filed bankruptcy. <laughs> Randy destroyed him. Yeah, but the fucked up, he's, I think he's still going, but not at the same capacity as he used to. And so is Uri Geller, but not the same capacity. Did, the, um, did they show how, how the bending of the spoons was debunked? No. No. They don't tell you how they do it because it's a magic trick. Uh -huh. And uh, Amazing Randy wrote a book about it, and the book may tell how they did it. But um, He wants your money, so you got to buy that book. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> but, uh, basically, he, he went on uh, – Barbara Walters had Uri Geller on, and she bought it. She bought everything Uri Geller was saying. And so Amazing Randy went on Barbara Walters too, and he was like – she was like, now I'm going to show you. She's like, Uri Geller bent my house key. And she holds up the house key. She's like, and I've kept it because I watched him do it and it was crazy. And she's like, now this is another. It's a duplicate house key. I want to see you do it. Amazing Randy went and bent it. Whoa. And she's like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, no. She's like, I believed him. And he's like, well. And his, the reason it's called an honest liar is because he says magicians are honest liars. Yeah, they don't tell you. We, we, we tell you we're going to deceive you, and then we do. Yeah. He's like, it's the people who, who don't tell you that it's a yeah, trick. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Like, you know, but that's on Netflix now, and I would suggest you guys watch it because it's Definitely. fascinating. What's it stuff. called? An Honest Liar. I'm going to watch that. Yeah. And uh, let me just finish off my list then. I watched Grizzly. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> which is which Grizzlies, is, Grizzlies. I haven't seen Grizzlies. since I was a kid, and I was surprised at the cast. It had uh, uh, Christopher George in it from Exterminator <laughs> and Pieces and City of the Living Dead. I was like, he's in this with his raspy ass voice and crazy eyes. Andrew Prine from uh, Centerfold Girls, and I think uh, Pumpkinhead too. Okay, I think he's in that. <laughs> and he's in probably a bunch of stuff. And uh, it also had my boy. I, I'm not going to pronounce his name right, his last name, but Richard uh, Jackal from The Dirty Dozen. Okay, he's also in The Dark. He's also in Green Slime. The dark where the guy shoots a laser out of his eyes? Yeah. Green okay. Slime. I never actually watched Green Slime. But I seen him in the trailer and I was like, what is Brewer, Sergeant Brewer doing from the Dirty Dozen in that movie? Green but, Slime uh, is nuts. Yeah. Uh, Grizzly's a lot of fun. The first act is brilliant. The second act's a little boring. And the very ending's fun too. That, there's this like... The, the second act that is all spent in the mayor's yeah. office, or not and mayor, then, whatever that, he was. And like that rip off of John Vernon or John... Yeah. How do you say his name? John Vernon or John Bernard? I think it's John Vernon. John Vernon? Yeah. That, that, the guy who was running that park was such a rip off of him. He's like, yeah. couldn't you get the real one? <laughs> yeah. He was in Sweet Movie. You can get him. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was a fine actor, too. I'm just kidding. I mean, he was fine. The best thing about Grizzly is that is how the bear acts like a serial killer and like hides bodies. <laughs> and then it's just Friday the 13th with a bear for the first act. I'm like, that how, was how did he... new. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what? And, and then, then and then blows it up like in Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> how did you? I, I want to. I wish I could have seen your face when the body like fell from the rat. Because like I remember we were telling Dave about that. You told me, I was and like, you were like, no, he doesn't. I'm like, yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> like he, he like hides the bodies. Uh, but the the beginning was he's like, <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah. Uh, do you know Do you know the story of Grizzly 2? It never was finished. Yeah. And it's out there with just like a, people reacting to like a bear that doesn't move. The only time you see the bear is in the very at the very end. Uh, John Reese davies I think, kills it. Huh. And it, they ha- they built like this massive animatronic bear, but there's like, and it's pretty cool, but there's only like one or two shots of it in the entire thing because like for whatever reason, they never finished it. Huh. But there's someone kind of reconstructed the footage. You can find a bootleg of it. Hmm. But, uh, about Grizzly is that movie was fucking cruel too. Yeah, it had like a good quality too. It was a well made film for the most part. I thought. Yeah. The shots and stuff it was shot nice, like, and it was just mean. Like, mm-hmm. what happens to uh, Rachel Jekyll and uh, Andrew uh, Prine? I was like, it's Prine in, I think so. I was just like, what the fuck? It's like those are both uncalled for. Like, yeah, they go out of their way to be mean. Yeah, but I, I like it. Yeah, it's, it's good time. time. I I like Grizzly. It's one of the one of the the good Jaws ripoffs. There are no bad Jaws ripoffs. Yes, there are. <laughs> All the Jaws ripoffs somehow manage to be better than the fucking sequels. Well, that's true. <laughs> like, they're they're all at least more entertaining than the sequels. All those Italian ripoffs are better than the sequels. Jaws, Jaws two isn't bad. Jaws two is totally watchable. I haven't seen it in years. It's not bad. But I've I've, I've seen Jaws three. They're fun. I'm not gonna lie. I'll watch anything with a Jaws fart three shark. is a fart in a jar. Man. Anything I don't like with the shark that's not CGI, I will watch. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be. Like, <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> I'm gonna keep watching it. I watched uh, fucking last time I saw Jaws three, it popped up on TV, and I watched the whole thing. Yeah. I was like, why? <laughs> Even with commercials. <laughs> I, I had it. I just was like, might as well watch this. <laughs> it's like I, I some shitty station. My like, wife does that with the Harry Potter movie. She owns them all on Blu-ray, but she gets excited about ABC Family's Harry Potter weekend. She's like, it's Harry Potter weekend. I'm like, you own them. Just watch them. <laughs> it's Jaws weekend. <laughs> they're playing Jaws 2, 3, and 4 back to back to back. I gotta say, there there is something kind of special. Like, it happens rare for me where on TV they play a bunch of something I want to I wanna watch, but I will sit and watch it. Like, mm-hmm. there's uh, maybe like a nostalgia factor like from when you were a kid and you'd sit and watch yeah. those movies on TV. Or you right. just like want to get up every once in a while and not pay attention, but then when the commercial's over, you run back in. Yeah, yeah. 
I also watched uh, Blood Slaughter Massacre. Yeah. Uh, I was not a big fan of it. Not for me. It was like an hour and 40. I feel like I've heard of it. Hour and 45 minute that's modern long, day low budget slasher. That's a long Ooh, slasher movie, that is buddy. Really, it had a lot of people I enjoy, like independent actors and actresses, but I just, I couldn't get into it. What was uh, the kill count? It was pretty high. Oh, okay. You know, it's but just still, way too long. Yeah. And like, it was convoluted. I think the storyline was a little all over the place. But I think like, at a young age, they made like through the credits. You can tell they made like a bunch of like home movies of like the slashers, and it looks like they tried to like incorporate all of them into the one movie. So it was like their love letter or signing off to that as kids. Yeah, and I can appreciate that. It's just this one wasn't for me. I'm I'm kind of burnt out on modern day slasher movies. Pretty bad. Pretty yeah. bad. For me. I have I'm been in a bad. long time. <laughs> yeah, me too. Unless it's unless it is it's like Venom where it's old. Well, no, that it's basically a monster. Yeah. Then I'm into it. Because Venom, to me, is like a monster movie. I can get into the old ones. Like, I can watch old slasher movies all day. Yeah, yeah, But, like, once you get into Yeah, the... like, I could watch my Blade Valentine, The Burning, Madman, The Prowler, uh, Maniac, if that counts. Yeah. Like, I can watch those, but I don't know, man. It's rough. Like, that formula is so dry. Some of them I can get into. Like, Billy Club, I liked. Yeah, I remember you telling me you liked that one. But some of them, like, I've seen so many, too. Like, that for a while, I watched, like... I liked a lot of them at first, too. I was, like, into it. Like, all these throwbacks are fun. And then I was like, I seen, like, 30 throwbacks in, like, a year. I think I'm done. Like, I'm <laughs> burnt out. And it's yeah. unfair to the ones I see now because those movies are probably made around the same time they're just getting released now. But, yeah. yeah. And the last one I watched is called I Lived. Let's step backwards. Devil. I just fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's by the guy who, did the, the, who directed the Maniac remake. Yeah, I think I, I watched your review of it, actually. It's not a horrible movie. It's, yeah. uh... Decent. It's not my typical kind of story. I'm not a big fan of, like, I mean, I like movies that would more so the, the soul would be, like, not an actual real embodiment. More like, I'm losing my soul, I'm losing my humanity type deal movies instead of actually losing my soul to the devil. Yeah. Like, uh, but I like, the, those stories can be done decently. You know, it's an age-old story with a new technological twist. Uh, decent movie. Yeah. But hmm. it's not... So nice. if There's like, a couple of cool scenes. If it pops up on Netflix, something worth a watch. Give it a spin. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not gonna... I mean, it, it's all right. I mean, a lot of people are giving it terrible ratings, and I think that's just because they were expecting another Maniac. Yeah. What do you want the guy to do? Twenty-five Maniac remakes. It's a it's, <laughs> you know it's I mean? uh, Rob Zombie syndrome. Yeah. It's like, like, I want them to be rednecks and spit and cuss. I love that too, guys. But he doesn't have to make the same movie every time. Yeah. 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 It's good if they could. Yeah, y'all. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Make like six movies, and they're all gonna be the same. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh... Uh, I'm glad that there seems to be some weird shit surfacing. You doing the bad tootsie now? Yeah. Uh, Dave was dancing. Uh, Why? So I saw um, I saw two trailers. One Brandon sent to me that I hadn't even heard of called uh, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. I think I saw that trailer too. Looks awesome. Yeah. I think. I think like it looks awesome. Like little kids running around and fighting zombies and stuff like that. Not little kids. They're right. like they're like older, like teenagers. Like, was like, what are you? He's like, I'm a scout. They're talking to that girl. Yeah. Yeah. I seen that trailer. It yeah. looks fun. I think it looks awesome. Mm -hmm. The the part with the zombie cats made me laugh really really hard when I was watching the trailer. Do you remember going that? Going like a cat lady house or something. Yeah, they go to like a cat lady's house and like a cat like comes over his shoulder like. Meh! Like, yeah. ah. It's just puppets. Like, and that's, yeah. See the funny. They thing run is, in the bathroom, and then the cat paws start coming under the bathroom door, just like real cats. I seen that. Part, yeah. Oh god! <laughs> well, so you funny. could get away with that, and like the let the right one in those special effects. Yeah. Those are like the same special yeah. effects, <laughs> but one's like a fun movie, and one's like this serious, awesome art yeah. movie thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the other trailer I saw, which I think looks really, really cool, is uh, Final Girls, the Final Girls. 
That idea I've heard for a while, but I haven't seen the trailer. Oh, it looks cool. It, it just it's I mean it's super meta. Like it's got like a real um uh, Scott Pilgrim or what was that one movie that took place in a high school and it started as a detention. Horror... Detention. I haven't yeah. seen it, but it reminded me a little bit of detention. Hopefully it keeps its wits about it more than detention did by the end detention was so weird even i was like what the fuck is happening <laughs> remake a town that dreaded sundown is super fucking meta yeah i need to watch you that. should watch that i bet i like it it's but, great until the ending but i'm excited that like fantastic four i'm excited that it, these both these movies are coming out around halloween mm-hmm. there's actually movies coming out on and Hall- the goosebumps halloween yeah. I goosebumps see. coming out i think october Oh, Wait, we're, we're getting like so fun horror movies. What's that Scott movie? Is that Scott thing gonna come? The, uh, the fucking Boy Scout movie gonna come to us? I hope so. I'm I not. Doubt. I'm not sure if either of them are gonna be wide releases. And what's the other one? The fall. The final girl. Well, we'll get goosebumps at least. Yeah, we'll get goosebumps, but I want to see these others. I would drive to see these others. I drive to Detroit or somewhere like that for them. Oh yeah, Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor. Oh, Ann Arbor. And then we won't get stabbed if we drive to Ann Arbor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People are like fuck you making fun of Detroit. It's like, well, I live by Detroit. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're we're. we're Less likely to get stabbed in Ann Arbor than we are currently right now yeah. sitting in my living room. Yeah, I'd say so. that Toledo's probably just as bad as Detroit. Getting there. Fucking getting there. We just don't have the, like, decaying architecture. We don't got the, you know, that production value for movies. That bombed out look. <laughs> what is that? It looks like you're holding a diaper. That's her work oh, diaper. Oh, okay. That's your work don't diaper? Don't you guys got work diapers? <laughs> you don't just see? wear a diaper all day and shit in your pants? <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to leave the cubicle. Like you have to just God, that's shit. smart. I gotta I gotta start doing that. That's how I run my business. Brandon, how long have we been talking? It's gotta be more than an hour at this point. Hour 16. All right. God damn it. Anybody else got anything to add before we get out of here? Billy Bob Thornton is awesome. <laughs> I agree. Did you ever see, you ever see uh, the man who wasn't there? No. Is that what it's called? Is that the Coen Brothers movie, Man Who Wasn't There, or The Man... The Man Who Could Be There. It's The Man Who Wasn't There. The Man Who Knew Too Little. It's a good film noir with Billy Bob. The Man Who Went Up the Hill. The Man With a Thousand Faces. The Man... That long-ass title. Yeah, you know, what, what, what comes was that down called? A boy, or comes down a man. Went up the hill of a boy. Mountain of a boy. And comes down, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I know there's a mountain there. <laughs> you're talking nonsense. What you're talking, talking about? the Man Hunter? Man Board? Manborg's awesome. Man thing? I was talking to somebody about Manborg this morning. <laughs> They're like, I didn't like that it was rotoscope. Like, they thought it was rotoscope, like like that Lord of the Rings movie, that Ralph Bakshi Lord of the Rings. I was like, it wasn't rotoscope. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but like, I'm not familiar with rotoscope. Oh, rotoscope is one. Have you seen that old Lord of the Rings cartoon? No. Oh, uh, I'm trying to think of something you may have seen that's I've like seen that. uh, some of his movies. He did Fire Nice. Yeah, Fire Nice is rotoscoped, where and, they uh, film people and then paint over no. Oh, oh, you mean like they film people and then they... Yeah, they film real people and then they like draw over top oh, of them. Oh, no. Fire and Ice is like that. Manboard did not look like that at all. No, I didn't think so either. I thought it was weird that this guy... Thought I thought it was green screen. Rotoscope. And I'm not making oh. fun of that guy. I just thought... <laughs> no, I, just... I mean, it, it, Manboard looks weird. Yeah. It's green screen, right? It looks like a uh, Sega CD game is what it looks like. <laughs> Do you remember that one game? I, I can't remember what it was for. It had to be like Sega, Saturn or something. But it was like a zombie game, and it wasn't House of the Dead, and you were like in the truck. Oh, uh, 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 Corpse Killer. The dude would pop up like, hey, kill the zombies, man. Yeah. (laughs) It was on, it was on Sega CD, uh, I think Sega Saturn, and Sega 32X, and they all sucked. Sega Saturn was a good game, system. I had one. We had 30 games. Saturn? Saturn The Dreamcast was good. No, Dreamcast was poop. You're going to sit there and tell me that the Saturn was good and the Dreamcast was poop? I had 30 games for the Sega Saturn. They had Dragon Force. Nobody else had Dragon Force. They had Guardian Heroes. You know how good Guardian Heroes was? Best side-scroll beat-em-up ever. One of them. I don't never played it. Ever. You had a bodyguard. You had Listen, this big... Dream, Dreamcast had 
had uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica. It had Power Stone. Yeah, but it had the Sonic Adventure game. You got to name exclusives. Code Veronica right. wasn't exclusive. It was Listen, to begin with. Yeah. Listen, nothing beats a Tiger Electronic handheld. Get out. What about a Game and Watch? What's <laughs> a Game Watch? You remember these? Nintendo Game and Watch. They're, they're wristwatches, but they were shitty Tiger oh, Electronics. They're basically a Tiger Electronic game. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And then they they re they, this is really cool though. This game is good. They remade all of the Game and Watch games and made a game called Game and Watch Gallery for the Game Boy. Uh-huh. And it's like updated versions of those games, and it's actually really the fun. Game Watch fucking punk ass appears in one of the Smash Brothers games. Yep, Mr. Game and Watch. He's in fucking Smash Brothers. Uh, <laughs> hey, we used to have. He'll kill about, you with fucking bacon. Talk about stupid games. Yeah. Me and my dad and my brother used to have that fishing, the bass fishing. With we were just the, like this, the, the accessory. And, <laughs> and like towards the end, they'd be like, oh, I caught a 600-pound swordfish. And then towards the end, it started glitching. Caught a 16,000-pound swordfish. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember they were getting big. They were like 3,000 pounds. I was like, is that possible? Like, I don't know how big swordfish What is. was that that trucker game that, that Cinemassacre did? Oh, um, um, Big Rigs. Yeah, Big Rigs. Oh, where, yeah. You could go in infinity miles per hour backwards. <laughs> you put in reverse you would just keep going faster and faster and you just pass through all obstacles there's no hit detection so you <laughs> you could go as fast as infinity for infinity distance like just is flying like like a spaceship or some shit yeah how stupid doesn't make any sense <laughs> no it was a terrible it, it, game it, and it's i mean a, like in the board file like this so you're just repeating yourself every no time. you just get further and further yeah. away it's weird because so the, the game itself is very broken and it was never finished and they released it. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was it? released. It was released unfinished. And it's terrible. Yeah. There's no, there's no physics. Um, there's no hit detection. And like I said, if you go backwards, you can just go backwards for infinity, like yeah. infinity speed. Your speed just keeps going up and up and up until it hits like a certain thing and then stops. But you keep speeding up. And as and as a semi truck, you can go up like almost like ninety degree hills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just straight up. Yeah. <laughs> Is that fun? You think? It's it fun. might be fun to fuck around in for like 15 minutes, I That's bet, but thinking. yeah. Like, there was a Jaws game that was like a computer game. Did you ever say, or was it uh, like Jaws game? Jaws Unleashed. That looked fun. I heard, I, they played that on uh, uh, James and Mike Mondays, and you it could, looked like, really fun. eat people, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you could knock people out of their boats and eat them, and you could, there's one part where there's a pe- bunch of people on a pier, so like, the shark goes around and destroys all the piers connecting it, so they're stranded. And there's a gas station on it, so you can get them to somehow like blow up the gas station. You watch people burn alive. <laughs> Why is, what is your motive as Jaws? Like to you're kill an evil everyone. shark. You're just an evil shark. <laughs> you can kill other sharks, like just eat things in the water, and their like, heads will like float. Can you away. swim down to the bottom of the ocean and fight a monster? I don't think there's any monsters. That but... would be cool if there was like he's well, what's, Easter eggs. What's, like that's you fight that... Kalutha. Cthulhu and shit. Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Uh, uh, that's like uh, you're talking about Echo Dolphins. What you're talking about? Could you find monsters in Echo? Yeah, there's like a giant monstrous. Uh, uh, in one of them is it the second one. Echoes of Time. I don't know. Dude, giant octopus thing. That shit would scare me. Yeah. Like thinking about Echo the Dolphin scared no, you. No, like playing games like that when you like swim down deep and then like you find these weird things. It's like there's a bunch of monsters down at the bottom. You're like, oh shit. The thing <laughs> when I was a kid playing Mario sixty four, the underwater level. With the giant eel scared the shit out of me. I used to hold my breath with Mario, but not on purpose. Like, I would just start <laughs> holding my breath, and that eel would come out, and it'd scare the fuck out of me. I hated that level, but I had to do it to get all the stars. That and the, uh, the piano that just suddenly comes to life. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that fat fucker that eats you in, uh... 
Yoshi's Land, Yoshi's World for Super Mario Land 2, Yoshi's Island. Oh, you Island. get eaten in that? There's like that big fucking thing that's in the water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, yeah. And there's that big fucking fish that's always chasing you in Mario games and trying to eat you. Mm-hmm. And then there's that bastard in Shadow Empire. Uh, the giant Dianaga? Empire of uh, Shadow Empire, yeah. Shadows of the, Shadows Shadows of the, of the Empire, Empire with yeah. Dash Rendar, yeah. And then you got the... Uh, then you got that uh, that big ass Dean Kane coming after you too. Yeah, right after to Zoop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dean Kane called out Zoop. Got <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of bloated celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> bloated washed up celebrities chasing you. I saw the trailer for uh, the Suska Sisters movie Vendetta. Dean Kane. It's looking pretty big. He had a lot of Zoop, I think. <laughs> big as the Big Show. Yeah, the Big Show's in. He's like, I gotta fight the Big Show. He guy called it Val Kilmer and Vince Vaughn. And fucking John Travolta is like, guys, we gotta go zoop. Get <laughs> <laughs> zoop. my posse together. They, my zoop posse. They got the Italian wedding with extra sodium and MSG. <laughs> the cashier at zoop. There's just like she's just like filling out everything to get ready to close, and she's like, oh no. They're coming. They come through the door. They're fucking. We need a gallon of Italian wedding each. Come on, baby. Josh, come on. Come on, baby. Uh, you know, that could be, so weird. That could be the Dustin Mills Do you hear them? They're coming. The Zoopers. They washed a lot of sodium from tears. They washed up Koreans. And it's just like, Dean Kane pops into like light. It's like... <laughs> alright, alright, let's take Dean Kane out of there. I just kind of feel bad for Dean Kane altogether. Cause Why? Because I don't think he's an asshole. I don't know. The, well, I guess Val Kilmer we know is an asshole. Yeah. Vince Vaughn may not be an asshole. Vince Vaughn's probably not an asshole either. I just—they're just—they're just their necks are all big and red. Like <laughs> Orlando Bloom comes in that suit. He's like, <laughs> Orlando Bloom always comes dressed as Legolas. Yeah. He's like, and his fucking neck is coming out of the top of the costume. His head is just a cherry tomato. It's <laughs> 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 just like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Pizza. Later. Fuck you. Knock, knock. Who's there? Pizza. <laughs> Come on. Tomato head soup. What? Tomato head soup. Going poop and sweat. Shut, Shut up, Brandon. Brandon.